Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast. And this is episode 127. Uh, actually, it's a beautiful night. It's actually, it's cold. It's cold out here. I look like a maniac, too. I mean, I'm out here with a real one of my thick hoodies, short pants, flip-flops with no, with no socks on. So, yeah, I look like a, a maniac, but, uh, but I feel comfortable as hell. Sky looks nice and clear, considering the fact that it was raining. Uh, earlier today, it looks like it just cleared everything out. The moon is out, man. The moon is like, boom, it's it's out there. It's it's banging right now. Um, it's just uh, unbelievable that we're going through this. And, and just the weather's been just incredible. It just f- smells fresh. That's one of the things, man, I, that I loved about moving to North Carolina was the fresh air. You know, and when you're born, in New- born and raised in New York... Especially in the Bronx or some of the ghetto areas, like you walk around there, you don't even want to breathe. I swear, I remember, man, my my breaths were very shallow. I remember this. I remember speaking about it. People walk by me. I used to hold my breath. I used to go by garbage, hold my breath. I went by restaurants, hold my breath. Like I held my breath most of the time. You know, I just didn't like to inhale anything. It was crazy. I swore it was like that shit was going in my mouth and it wasn't. It was just going in my, my nose. I, did, I didn't like it. That's one of the reasons why I don't like to sit on the aisle in an airplane because every time somebody passes by me, I hold my breath. I know it's weird. It's weird. But um, uh, once I came out here, once I started, I moved to North Carolina. You don't realize this unless you're from so, some of those areas, some of those like more dingy kind of dirty areas. You You come out to you know, places like this and you step outside your house in the morning and you're like, and you take this damn breath of fresh air and it just feels like it's a vitamin. Like, before you didn't want to do that. You didn't want to do that in New York. You felt like you inhale like that, you're going to get cancer. Over here, it's like, a, it's almost like vitamins, man. You felt, you felt good about doing it, you know? Um, and uh, I'm getting that right now, right this, right this second. And, you know, I've been here several years what 13 years or something and uh i still get that feeling i come out and uh, it's like it just feels really good there's only two times that you don't want to do that here and that's number one is when they're they're burning wood i don't know where they do it there's a house somewhere in my neighborhood that likes to burn wood and it's a good smell like most people say yeah i love the smell it's there's a difference between smelling it and breathing it if you're breathing it, you're not going to like it. After a while, it starts to get ir- irritating. You don't want to You don't want to keep inhaling. Now you're back to the New York stage. You think, oh, this shit ain't, can't possibly be good to me, good for me. You know, you think you're going to get, you know, lung cancer or something uh, from inhaling this stuff, you know. So, and, uh, and then the second time you don't want to inhale is when a skunk came through your, your neighborhood um, because you're going to smell it. <laughs> You know, so or, or oh, number three, number three, when they fertilize in the grass, there you go. 
okay? We really don't. I think we can handle a skunk from a distance, of course, uh, than we can uh, that fertilizer. <laughs> you know, when they start fertilizing um, uh, the lawns, it, it could get pretty drastic, you know? Uh, a skunk, a lot of people say um, it's, it reminds them of uh, pumpkin seeds, and I agree, it does. You know, but of course you don't want that shit to spray on you. It sprays you, you're done. You know, so um, everything else today um, was fine. I'm actually in my office trying to straighten up. Like I got, I got chaos going. I have to really, really uh, straighten things out. You know, it's just with all this happening and some of the other projects I was working on. Like right before this whole this whole thing uh, came to an end. Remember, we just came out of the holidays. So I still had a holiday mess in my office, you know, because everything's slow. So you're not really doing much. And what happens is the office starts to become storage. That's where you want to put in the Christmas decorations before you put them away. Like everything goes in there, the tables that you, for the food. And, you know, so then when when and then right after that, you know, I, I got busy. So I couldn't really, you know, take any time to straighten up. Um, and then we got hit with this thing. And at that point, I was like, okay, you know, my head was all over the place. Like, I couldn't even contemplate trying to do anything in there. So I just made a pathway. I got my, my desk part, my desk area is clear, you know, but my office is 400 square feet. I need more room. I'm a, I'm a pacer when I'm on the phone. I love to pace. I'm pacing now, by the way, you know. Um, <laughs> it's just my creative process it's the way I do things and uh I just like open space open space you know um and so I started looking at everything today and saying hmm and that's all I did really I looked at it <laughs> and the angel tells me she says well why don't you go do what you gotta do and I'll just go in the office and I'll just straighten out hell no hell no yo the minute I do that I can't find shit I can't find anything. I remember Erica once tried to straighten up for me. What a mess. Santana tried to straighten up for me. What a mess. What was bad with Erica is Erica, stuff that she doesn't know where shit goes, she throws it away. I'm like, what the hell? I remember the last time she was cleaning out her room. You know, I'm, I'm, I walked by the garbage and she had like a shopping bag by the garbage, by the door in the kitchen. That's where we keep the garbage before we throw it out. And I happened to walk by and I saw something in there that really looked like it was brand new. And it sure was. It was a freaking gift of, um, it was a Valentine's gift that I gave her. And it was um, a stack of multi um, hot chocolates, all these different kind of hot chocolates. So she had like the peppermint patty hot chocolate she had the white hot chocolate and it was a whole pack and it was just you know something besides a heart which i think i gave it a heart and teddy bear, a teddy bear also which i normally do but this was kind of cool i saw and it was like these these little boxes of um i think inside each box had like maybe four packs of uh chocolate so and um i'm like i pull it out of the garbage it's still sealed and i'm like hey why why you throw this out well yeah I'm not really into hot chocolate. I'm like, all right, we could have put it into the cabinet. Like, why would you throw it out? Now I look in there and I see other shit. I see pens. I see, you know, uh, freaking stuff that she that she just doesn't either didn't have a place to put it or she just didn't want to spend the time to um, 
to uh, to to put it away somewhere, you know. And then uh, Santana apparently is doing the same exact thing. The other day I told her, she said, I'm going to clean my room, Papi. I said, okay, cool. So she's cleaning her room. Same thing, man. Same thing. And it's like not like they did this together. You know, this is like in their jeans or something because I walk by the garbage. The same thing. Oh, yo, listen, with these girls, I got into the Harvard habit now. I see them have a shopping bag out there because that's what they do. They bring a shopping bag into their room. They fill it out. And it's stuff that she doesn't want to. She doesn't have a room for it. She doesn't want to put it anywhere. And what do I find in there? Oh, my God. Markers, pens, erases, little pads, stickers, all the stuff that she asked for that she she doesn't want anymore. So now I took I took the, all the I swear to God, the the the, um, the pens and paper, the pens and pencils, they filled out a little box. I mean, there had to be about 100 pens and paper and pencils in there and some markers. And then, of course, she comes the other day. Hey, uh, Papa, you got any pens? Yeah, I got pens. Oh, and the color pencils that she asked for me, that she asked for every time we go to Walmart. I need color pencils. You're throwing them out. They're brand new. They're even still pointy. They're still sharp, <laughs> you know? So now I take all that stuff. I leave it in the office. And if she wants to use it, she could come and borrow it now. So these girls are a trip, man. Holy shit. Erica too, man. Same thing, man. She didn't want to. She, you know, clothes used to be on the floor. They could be clean. Angel just washed, just did laundry. Angel does the laundry, dumps the laundry on her bed so she can fold it, put it away. What she does, it stays there. She sleeps with it, and three days later, she takes all the laundry and puts it back into the hamper because, in her opinion, they're dirty now. I'm like, are you kidding me? So sometimes you got the same laundry that's being recycled, never being worn, because she just doesn't want to, didn't want to take the time to um to fold it and put it away. How crazy is that? <laughs> you know, now she's in the army and she FaceTimed with me the other day. Now she has her own barracks. Like she has, it's like an apartment. It's really dope. It's totally nothing of what I expected. It's like a like almost like a college dorm. Even better than that because it's her own apartment. She doesn't share. There's another room on the other side of the apartment that belongs to her, her roommate, but it's basically all her. And uh um and I look in there, she's showing me, she's FaceTiming me and she's showing me around the room and like everything is like in perfect order. Of course, yeah, the, the sergeant's gonna come through and you know uh and inspect everything, which is isn't that common. It's not that often. They really, it's nothing like the movies. Not not what I get from her, you know. And um, <laughs> you know, she showed me everything lined up, freaking shoes in alphabetical in a size place order, a freaking books in alphabetical order. Like, it's like what the hell? Like, <laughs> you know. So, but these girls are a trip. These girls are a trip, you know. Uh, Adam, Adam was a, a different story, man. Adam, um, he just used to always be buying stuff. Adam always had some sort of electronic, always had cameras, uh, printers, CD players, DVD players, Xbox. Uh, he claims he bought them all. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I remember when he had... Um, there was a time when he was going through a phase and he used to take stuff and he used to hide it. I used to find stuff in his closet. Like when he wasn't there, I would go in there, I would find a camera. Go in there another day and I found a freaking uh, uh, 
uh, that's when I found one of the first PlayStations that, that he he had. I would find, you know, backpacks with binoculars. And, oh, man, all kinds of crap. And then one time, I remember, I looked in there, and our toaster was in there. Now, I saw a toaster. I'm like, it's not our toaster. Why is our toaster? And I went into the kitchen. Sure enough, our toaster was gone. I'm like, what the hell? Why does this dude have our toaster in the bottom of his closet like like we don't eat toast that often so yeah you can take the toaster and it'll take us a minute before we realize it's gone come to find out he was lighting his cigarettes with that shit i'm like oh my god you know i don't sleep i think it would have been a little easier if he would have found a a, a lighter from somewhere <laughs> you're taking a whole toaster to light a cigarette it's crazy I remember one night, it was so funny, um, one night I go in there and <laughs> I go into the room, into his, into his, uh, into his room and he gets up, no, I get up, I get up in the morning and he gets up and he's like, hey, hey, pop, I said, what are you doing? And he goes, no, nah, no, nah, I'm chilling, I'm chilling, I'm like, it's 4.30 in the morning. So I go into his room and I'm like... What are you doing? He goes, no, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And I noticed that his closet is closed. Now, his closet's never closed. And I said, ah, oh, what the hell does this dude got in the closet now? now? I'm thinking all kinds of stuff. He's always asking for dogs. Like, this dude was capable of having a motorcycle in his closet. Like, he would have done anything, you know? So I went over to the closet. He's like, you can see him trying to block me. And I go to open up the the, the closet and I open it up just a little bit and somebody pulls that shit closed and I was like okay man <laughs> I'm going to sleep <laughs> good night <laughs> and I went to bed but uh yeah I left that one alone and uh, uh he was a young teenage boy <laughs> so I didn't want to ask any questions at that point but uh anyway um other than that, everything else is good. Um, knees, knees still acting up. Like it's okay now. I'm pacing back and forth. Um, if I sit too long, it hurts. If I stand too long, it hurts. Um, it's that kind. Of, I'm just hoping it's not nothing serious. No, I don't do doctors. You know, it really, like the knee has to practically be hanging off. You know, for for me to uh, go to the doctor. So, or you guys are recommending the doctor? Yeah, I'm not ready for that now. Let's, let's hope I don't have to deal with it. Uh, everything else is stable as far as with work. Yeah, I am itching to get back to work. I have a lot of stuff that I'm doing. Um, uh, that's why this week it's important for me to try to get this, uh, this office uh, back together. Because um, I just got a lot to do and my head is all over the place. I'm just, that's that OCD. I'm, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. I don't talk about it. My wife pulled it up on me. She was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm watching you. Because I told her, and because I'm working in the dining room, like I'm bringing my laptop, I'm doing a lot of my writing in the, in the dining room. I might go into the garage for a little while. Uh, but, um, and I told her, I said, I said, uh, I'm having an issue with the with the office right now. She's like, I noticed that. She goes, Let's, let me go in and uh, straighten it out for you. I was like, no, no. She goes, well, then let's do it together. So I said, well, maybe we could do it together. But, um, yeah, definitely can't. 
like it'll be just totally uh, defeat the entire purpose of having her going there to straighten shit out. I won't find anything. I really won't. I got a lot of paperwork. Right now, I'm trying to streamline and not use too much paperwork. So a lot of the stuff that I um, that I do, I keep it on the computer. I keep it filed. Uh, I try to work that way. But I'm trying to see what's going to happen, you know. When this shit is over, you know, what's going to happen with business. Um, it's hard to predict. It's really hard to predict where business for my agency is going to be. I believe it's still going to be, it's going to be viable because I do have a couple of acts that are good acts and they're expensive acts. So um, keeping my acts, my personal acts, I'm talking about the cover girls and little Susie, um, busy, keeping them consistent can actually pay a significant amount of bills every month. Like they, I can live off of that totally, you know, with just them. Um, but it's a lot of hustling with just them and we're doing freestyle. So we don't know. It's very hard to predict. We can have a, a really good month and we can have a real slow month. It's it's crazy. So um, some of the stuff that I was working on right before this whole uh, COVID shit kicked in, um, I have to get back going. The problem is, is um, a lot of it is online stuff and the companies that I'm dealing with I pay monthly uh, and they're pretty expensive and their tech people are not in the office so we're very limited like they can't access my uh, my program so so if there's a problem with one of my programs the company can actually go into this server and correct whatever's messed up on my end they can't do that now all they can do is try to walk me through it and uh, that's not helping me I'm having an issue right now with my email same way uh, the server that I'm using because they're not in the office they can't access it they can't fix it for me all they can do is tell me how to fix it and I know what they're asking me to do it's really tedious like I mean I sat there and did it for about two three hours and it still didn't work so there's a problem there's some things I can't deal with because what we get is we have um uh spyware I have spyware uh that goes down uh, a lot of times when we get surges and I don't realize that the spy spyware uh, dropped out or whatever and I get viruses that get on. I got a PC, so we get viruses that get on and they infect everything and now I have to go in and, you know, you know, um, physically uh, delete them each one at a time, you know, which can be thousands. So it could be, it's a lot of work. It could be a lot. So my hands are tied with that, you know. But um, I'm optimistic. I'm, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm optimistic uh, that everything's going to be okay right now. Number one concern, safety, health. Um, so far, so good, you know. This shit is uh, still nerve-wracking, scary as hell, you know. And, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I just want to reach out to you guys and, uh, Say hello. Chit-chat for a moment. Um, hoping all of you guys are doing well. And uh, I'm going to call it a night. Yeah, it is pretty chilly out here. But I could do this for the rest of the year. I kind of hope this is all weather for like the next two months. At least until this shit is over. I don't know. It just feels like uh, the virus is... Uh, we're less prone to it when it's cool out. 
it feels like it and when it's hot like that shit sticks to you you know what i mean so uh yes i kind of like this better i think i kind of hope it stays like this and watch i'll say this and tomorrow it'll be 92 degrees so but anyway listen you guys be safe be cool thank you for tuning in again um let's uh just stay home stay safe keep distance Okay, watch them children, watch the kids, the kids don't know much, um, you know, they don't really, they don't know what's going on, they're leaving it all up to us, so we have to watch them, be careful who they're playing with, because we don't know what those kids, those kids could be carriers of this stuff, and um, and, and they could bring it back, and they could get, you know, it could, it could get really, really messy, so they don't know, and, and, and then the elderly, check on them, you have neighbors, whatever, check on them, make sure they're okay, I have neighbors that are elderly, but... Uh, I see their family coming over all the time, so um, they're good. I see them, I wave to them. They don't need my assistance, but they know I'm here if ever an emergency. So, but uh, all right, guys, um, be cool, and until tomorrow, good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.